If hosting family and friends during the holiday season makes you feel a bit uneasy, then it's time to take the pressure off and start having some fun with it. Our guest today, Shannon Upton, is sharing some great ideas on how to make hosting for the holidays easier, more intentional, and of course, more fun. The Legendary Marriage Podcast begins now. If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions. So we talk with amazing couples who share their stories and incredible experts who share their wisdom about building a life together. And at the end of every show, we give you a conversation starter so you and your spouse can build more intimacy and connection in your marriage by having conversations that matter. Hello there, family. Hello. It's it's Christmas time in the city. It's Danielle and Justin. This is episode 106. Soon it will (laughs) be Christmas day. Did you lapse into some uh, lounge singing? (laughs) Kind of. uh, Don't tempt me, woman. All right, so obviously we are full on into holiday season. Yes, and it's time for family and friends to get together and party or just sit awkwardly in the same space and talk (laughs) about salad dressing. (laughs) Not that we've ever done that. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) but before we get into that, um, hey, y'all, this is this is the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Blah, 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 blah. This is the Legendary Marriage Podcast. And we are a movement of men and women on a mission to inspire and challenge and impact a million couples to build a life, a love, and a legacy together. And our goal with this show each week is to become the best resource for couples. So, that, so we are so glad to have you as part of the team. So if you've enjoyed the show, just do a few things for us. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. So yes. these reviews just help the show grow and serve more couples who want to make the their... Review the show. Make their marriage legendary. Review the show. Yeah. Share an episode with your friends and join the Legendary Marriage community on Facebook. We're always having good conversations in there. All right. Before we dive into today's show, I wanted to talk about our our great sponsors. Have you all heard about Freshly? Yeah. Let's talk about dinner. Man, with the holidays coming and the craziness of running business, life, family, I love the idea of Freshly. So Freshly offers chef-prepared, all-natural gourmet meals delivered right to your front doorstep through a weekly subscription model. And this is the good stuff. It is so tasty and it's all whole natural ingredients and there's never gluten or, you know, refined sugars and stuff like that. And the meals come every week, fresh, never frozen. They're ready to eat. You just pop in the microwave three minutes and they come out great. And this is not like the old like TV dinner stuff. No. This is solid, like really good stuff. Oh, yeah. So you just go to legendarymarriage.com slash freshly, F-R-E-S-H-L-Y to get 30% off your first month. And you can start enjoying fresh, delicious meals every week. Yes. Oh my gosh. So it is mid-December. Can you believe it? It's almost mid-December. Love it. And Christmas shopping is in full swing. Uh, For those of us who don't go and do the whole like Black Friday thing like me, uh, I'm an Amazon shopper. And that's why I love this. We've we've 
connected with Amazon to provide some great ideas for you to uh, give gifts. So check out our legendarymarriage.com Christmas gift ideas. If you go to legendarymarriage.com slash Amazon, you can shop till you drop, get all the amazing Amazon deals, get it easy and quick right to your front porch. You know how it goes. It's Amazon. Yeah. And if you have a Prime account, it's two-day shipping, and you can even have it like sent right to them, wrapped and labeled and signed and everything. It's really cool. All right. So the we've cool- got some great stuff on there, um, both books and, and resources that our guests from the podcast sure. have, have done, as well as some, some of our favorite things. Mm-hmm. These are a few of my favorite things. How many times are you going to break out into songs? I don't know. I'm feeling like I'm channeling you. Uh-huh. All right. So by using these links, you are supporting the Legendary Marriage Podcast. And that means we get to help more couples have conversations that matter. Build a life, love, and a legacy together. And doesn't cost you anything extra. Just go to legendarymarriage.com slash Amazon and get shopping. All right. Let's dig into this week's episode. All right, this week on the show, we have Shannon Upton. She is an author and a speaker and a dear friend from back in our Ohio days. And she's going to tell us about how to party the right way around the Christmas season. Um, This is something near and dear to my heart. Yours too. We love to host. We love to party. We don't have to do it nearly enough. I've actually done it twice since the Christmas season. I'm all about it. Shannon's inspired me even more. Can we get another party on the schedule before Christmas, honey? What do you think? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. But let's see if anybody shows up. (laughs) All right. Let's hear what Shannon Upton has to bring to the table. Welcome her to the show. We have a special treat on the show today. We have Shannon Upton, who is a Christian speaker, blogger, and author, and super old friend of ours that we haven't seen in a really well, I mean, long the time. The friendship is old. Shannon's not. No, no. Um, and she just is on a mission to help us clear the worry and anxiety that's preventing us from welcoming guests and enjoying get-togethers. Man, this is so important, especially around the holiday time. And she's also going to help us tap into like Jesus's perspective on hospitality in a down-to-earth kind of way. Um, Welcome to the show, Shannon. We're so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you guys. Yay. Okay. So full confession, Justin has known Shannon's husband, Travis, since like how old are you guys? Second grade. Second grade? Seriously? Yes. I, I feel sorry for Travis, like knowing you in second grade, you were probably a total little yeah, pistol yeah. spitfire kind of kid. Tra- Travis was full of piss and vinegar too. Oh, okay. Well, you guys were a good couple yeah. then. Yes. I think it makes total sense that they're still friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So Shannon, how did you and Travis meet back in the day? Oh, back in the day we met in college. We lived in the same dorm and on open door day, he came up and leaned on my door frame and said, hi, I'm Big T and I'm single. No, he did not. He did. And, uh, and you said, could you close that door? Oh yeah, really? We just, my roommate and I just laughed him out of the room and, uh, he asked me out and I was like, that's all right. You know, but then we were friends for about a year and we started dating and then we got married and had some kids and, um, moved for his job and it's been a it's been a really great life. 
Yeah. So you have kids 16, 12, and eight, and you're living in central Ohio. And um, I just want to know, did you mercilessly harass him for that big T single comment? Oh, yes. Kind okay, of. good. I just wanted to make sure that that was in there. That was part of the story. <laughs> make, make sure to tell the kids that's, that's not the best way. I mean, it worked. I mean, let's, let's give Travis some credit here because it actually worked. It worked about 12 months later, you know, yep. like... It was a long game. Slow burn, yeah. Now, I'm wondering, how did you know he was the one? You know, the thing about Travis is he's such an extrovert and he's such a big personality that it was as I got to know him as a friend that I really saw his inner heart and um, just how kind he is and how generous. And he, he is just a wonderful person mm -hmm. and I'm super blessed. I really feel like the Lord brought us together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Now I, w I know that you are focused on specifically women, but getting people to kind of take the clutter out of their lives and like open their house to hosp to hospitality, like just having parties, having get togethers and things like that. Were you always that hospitable kind of person that was just like, Hey, everybody come on over. You know, I have always enjoyed hospitality, but you know, Travis and I really going straight from college into marriage we really started that together because it wasn't like I had a house by myself where I had people over. We kind of went straight into um, being married. So I, I believe that hospitality is really good for relationships in a couple of ways. Do you guys host much? All the time. Yes. Yes. All I'm, the time. I am a kindred spirit with you. I will just, as long as I have some like Dixie cups and like some, you know, a bag of chips or something, everybody's welcome. Danielle literally hosted a birthday party for one of our kids oh, yeah. uh, a couple years ago. And it was meet at the pool. And what she brought was one watermelon and one case of small bottled water. And that was it. That was the whole was party. No, I did bring a roll of paper towels. A roll of paper towels. Like just, just the roll of paper towels. <laughs> uh, like no forks, no knives, no plates, no, no bowls. And they had the best you're at time. The pool anyway. And they had the best time. They talked about that watermelon party forever. And I was like, that was like literally under $10. I put that party on. That's yeah. awesome. I love I, it. I, on the other hand, I'm the one that always wants to like overcomplicate it. Like we talk about hosting. We host this thing uh, we call Supper Club. Um, we try to do it about every month. And it's just, we invite a group of couples over. The kids go upstairs and play. We sit and have dinner and just talk. Like there's no no real agenda, nothing like that. But it's just talk. Sometimes we'll have a, a, a question like, you know, what does love mean to you or something like that? Um, and it's just conversation. And I'm And I go, okay. I want to redecorate the dining room so that we have enough space and it has this perfect like, or, or better yet, better yet, let's go, let's buy a ranch. We'll go, we'll get, we'll get a, get some land that has like the big trees, right? And okay. We'll I think the lights in the trees. I think we've and then we can, off we the can rails. make these tables and, and it'll be just like the backyard in parenthood. And please stop. Ooh, I wonder who designed that. Oh my okay. gosh. Now we get on Pinterest and. Okay. Let's get to your neuroses later, but let's ask Shannon. <laughs> Okay, so I'm sure you find couples that are like this, where one person's like, let's just do it. And then the other one is like overcomplicating things. Like, why do you find that people 
are reluctant to host people in their home, whether it's just a party or get together, or let's just come have some coffee. Why do you think people don't do that as much? I feel like as they used to. Oh, absolutely. I think for one thing, it's just not a priority anymore because we're socialized online. So we think, well, I don't need to catch up with that friend because I saw their Facebook posts or whatever. And we feel like, you know, we've completed that social need, but truly we have not. You know, the studies show we are so much more disconnected now than we've ever been. And that even um, drifts down into our teenagers and preteens that they are feeling super disconnected. There was a gal who posted on Facebook a couple months ago in one of my local groups, you know, like moms in the know or whatever. She posted, she said, I am so lonely. I'm having a hard time making friends as an adult. Do you guys have any suggestions? And within three hours, she had 198 comments. And almost all of them were people saying, I'm lonely too. Let's get together. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I just think we need each other so much. We're hungry for each other and getting together fills a need that God has created for us for community. Yeah. Why do you think it's different when you have like the face to face thing? Like even when we were getting on this call today, I was like, Shannon, I just have to see your face. Like, um, you know, I don't want to just, you know, email each other or just talk on the phone. Like what's that magic about actually being face to face with people? You know, I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe the connection of, you know, all that communication that is nonverbal. I would even argue that a lot of people now are saying it's way easier to go out. Like, you know, let's just go out. Let's go out and meet at a restaurant or whatever. And that is not even as conducive to real connection as it is in somebody's home. Because when you go to a restaurant, you're talking over loud music and being interrupted by a waiter. And you just don't get past that surface level sometimes where when you're in a home, you walk into someone's home and right away you're seeing the pictures of their family that they have up and and the the way they've chosen to decorate and you're just more instantly connected. Okay. So that's interesting that you bring that up. So the environment, I mean, obviously we're coming into Christmas here and we're having family get togethers and we're having friend get togethers. And, you know, what are kind of those magic pieces, if there is such a thing to have in your home or your environment to create that, you know, welcoming place? You know, I, my whole ministry is about organizing. So I talk about using organization as a tool to clear out your spiritual clutter. And what that means is I talk about using scheduling and planning and organizing your stuff to make you feel better. So you stop feeling anxious and overwhelmed by your stuff and your schedule. And you just relax and get closer to Christ and get closer to your family um, and even enjoy your marriage more. So when it comes to hospitality, I don't think there's anything that you particularly need to have in your home. I really believe that you need to clear the clutter out of your heart first. So for example, it's Christmas, you're having your family over. Maybe you're really worried about some awkward moments. Like you're worried that Aunt Fran is going to fight with Aunt Sue or that the dinner conversation will just kind of blah out. You know, so like Justin said, have a couple questions in the back of your mind just to toss out there to get the conversation going. Um, Another thing is people worry so much about their house. Like my house isn't good enough. My Christmas decorations aren't pretty enough. Everything is messy and people are coming to be with you. 
And if they're coming over to judge your house, then you can talk to them about Jesus because really you just need to be open and available to them for connection. What do you guys think about that? Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of like, okay, she said something and I'm going to say something super harsh, but like, if what? <laughs> if you have That's friends, someone like you, if I have friends that are more concerned about like the pictures on the wall or the type of food I'm serving, eh, you're dead to me. Okay, I know that sounds harsh, but it's true. I don't need those kind of friends. Like, I really I, don't. I'm not so uh, like that stuff doesn't doesn't bother me. It's it's the, and I think this is just ingrained in me. Um, it's the the physical kinds of clutter and 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 just I hate having to step over things on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, if you do go to a, a house you know, where it looks like the kitchen like, being yeah. clean, like dishes and and floors and things like that, like if that's good, I'm great. Like I I, I don't care. The walls could be painted painted blood red, and I doesn't matter to me. Yeah, but if you're worried about like uns like going Actually, home say that. with an illness, then maybe there's a problem. But yeah, <laughs> you want to present your home as clean and. You know, you want it to look a little bit picked up like you have put an effort to them because that shows them love. But I truly believe you have to surrender the imperfections. The number one thing, so I have two print books, but then I also have an ebook that is just about Christian hospitality. Mm-hmm. And the ebook comments that I've gotten on Amazon, on my Facebook page from my pre-readers, a lot of them have centered on this thought of, I say in there, do not walk around apologizing for your house. Mm. If, you're, if you're walking around your house and saying, so sorry for this mess, you know, sorry, we're redecorating this room. Sorry, I didn't, you know, bake up this big food or whatever. Basically, oh. people are going to think if she thinks this isn't good enough, then I'm never going to have her over to my house. Or, you know, like I could never oh. measure up to that. Yes. So apologizing makes me crazy. When and it makes you feel, and it makes you feel like, awkward what? as a guest. Like, should I not be here because you're do in the I middle agree of re- with you or disagree, right? You're in the middle of remodeling. Yeah. Like, do you have time to hang out with me or should you be like spackling that wall over there? I don't know. Like, like somebody's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. We didn't get a chance to pick up. What do I agree or disagree? Yeah. You know? And you're like, your yeah, house is immaculate. Really Why are you saying that? Why, you know, because I have found, I have caught myself doing that. Have you never done that? Sure, sure. Yeah. I'm lying if I said no. I know it's a challenge. So that's something, you know, you have to release that. So it's not about like all the things you do. It's about being comfortable and welcoming. I think that there's this, there's a couple things involved in that for, for me at least. One is straight up. It's just shame, right? Oh, it, it's just shame. It's it's this thing that's ingrained in us that that it comes out of insecurity and it, and it essentially says like if my house if my home isn't this way or if my my st- personal style my my clothing or whatever if it isn't this way then I'm not enough, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's obviously the unhealthy piece of it, and I think the other piece is what you're talking about, Shannon, which is just the, like uh, of course I want to. I want my my home to be a warm, welcoming, inviting place of peace and rest for people when they come. Mm-hmm. So how do we how do we kind of hold the tension standing in the the good stuff as opposed to into the shame? That is a great question. My best answer for that is to really be yourself 
and be happy with who Jesus made you to be. So like me as a hostess, I tend to go a little bit over the top and I love to decorate and, you know, set a nice table and all that. I hate cooking, but I do like baking and I'll make a great dessert. And that for me is very, it's very natural to me and I can be very relaxed in that environment. However, I know that if I have some people over that would not be comfortable with a China place setting and a lot of fanciness, then I will scale it down a little bit. If you are more comfortable with pizza and paper plates than you are with China place settings, don't make yourself go for China place settings. You know, just go with where you are comfortable and you think, okay, this is who Jesus made me to be. And I'm very happy to host this way and have people into my home. And your friends are there to like encounter you as a person. So like, oh, yeah, I told, that. I told, I told the story of how, you know, it was like a case of water and watermelon was my party. Like, that's who I am. Like, if my friends came over and I had like China tea setting out, they would be like, what alien abducted you? And what did you do with my friends? Like, it would be very like awkward and off-putting. Like, what happened here? I don't, I, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Were you going to debate that? <laughs> well, no, I was just going to say, I, I think it's fun to do stuff to like dress up, do, you know, do go above, above and beyond sometimes. Justin is about but not this, all the time. Okay. I don't want to say that you're about you're, we all are about I'm fancier than you are. Well, no, you're about the spectacle. And I will give well, no, not spectacle. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. That that feels shamey to me. Look don't, at, don't spectacle me. Okay, when we would do this, we would do every year this blowout Halloween party. Justin would buy multiple. I'm talking multiple fog machines, strobe lights. We would mm. like. He made a giant coffin to put all the drinks in. Like, it was way over the top. I mean, like, we practically needed to save up for, like, four months just to, you know, land this party on the ground. And, um, but it was amazing, honey. You call it spectacle. I call it environment. Mm. Well, okay. See, first of all, I would love to get an invitation to this party. It sounds fantastic. (laughs) I put a stop to it, but we may revive it at some point. Yes, and maybe after this podcast, you'll be like, wow, I can't wait to give that Halloween party again. Shannon just inspired me. But no, really, what I was going to say is, I think that, you know, God calls us to host. That's a biblical calling. And I don't think that he leaves us high and dry in that. We each have skills and talents. And I think if you focus on the thing that you love, like Justin obviously loves the environment or the atmosphere, and he focuses on that, then you can not be stressed out by the other parts. Like if you love, love cooking, well then go ahead and focus on the cooking and forget about having centerpieces or other decorations or pretty invitations. Just say, I'm making all this great food and let people enjoy it. If you like me, do not enjoy cooking. Well, then go ahead and decorate up and get pizza or get things from, you know, Costco or whatever, and just relax in that. If you're real crafty, make everybody favors and don't worry about the other stuff because all it takes is one special thing for your guests to feel loved. We'll get back to our conversation in just a moment, but we wanted to tell you a bit about what we're doing outside the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Yeah, it is December and we have decided to commit the entire month to giving away free 
coaching. Woohoo! This is the season of giving after all, so we want to give you a complimentary 60-minute breakthrough coaching session with one of us. All right, this offer is open to everyone, so just head over to legendarymarriage.com slash coaching and schedule your free breakthrough session today. Yeah, see, because we believe that everything in life impacts your marriage. We work with men and women through all kinds of things. Yeah, maybe you're like... Heather and Dan, and you're struggling to connect in super busy careers, taking care of a brood of kids and trying to find a way through some challenging yeah. circumstances. Or maybe you just want a deeper impact in your marriage, family and world. And oh. whether you've been married a minute or what seems like a lifetime, working with a coach can help you create clarity and experience breakthrough to start building a life, a love and a legacy together. All right. So schedule your free breakthrough call. Just go to legendarymarriage.com slash coaching. We know how challenging this time of year can be. Like in one way, it feels like everything slows down a little. And another way, it feels like it gets super fast. (laughs) So we wanted to make this offer now when people are starting to feel some of the weariness and the craziness of the year coming to a close. So whether you're feeling that weariness or you're just getting a jump on your 2019 goals, having a sounding board can help you radically clear about what's really important. So wherever you're at, whatever you're up to, we want to help. No strings attached. We won't be trying to sell you anything. We just want to help you identify and process that thing that keeps you feeling stuck. And we'll help you get clear, design a strategy, and take action to get you where you want to go. Yeah, so space is a little limited. So take advantage by going to legendarymarriage.com slash coaching to claim your free breakthrough coaching call today. All right, Merry Christmas to all our Legendary Marriage community. And now back to the show. Do you have like Justin and I, like Justin likes the environment piece. I just like to focus on the people. Like I'm always the one like- I like people not having to sit on used Play-Doh in their chair. Oh, that is nice. That's a good part. Danielle likes to make spicy buffalo dip. No, I like to work the the party. Justin's like, I have to like have a- in-depth conversation with like everybody at the party. That's my thing. I could care less about the rest of it, but that's why I feel like we work well together and that he brings the atmosphere piece and I bring the like, Hey, let's all have fun and connect kind of piece. You just like it because I do all the cleaning and clean up after. I do love that. I really, really do love that. You're just using me for my obsessive cleaning. Now, you know, let's call it foreplay, baby. Well, you know, I, as I mentioned, Travis is deeply, deeply extroverted, just, just unbelievably oh, yeah. so. And I actually am more in the introvert. I'm kind of on the line, but when I get with Travis, my introvert comes out because he's doing all the extrovert for me, you know? So when we have a party, he is the one absolutely who's walking around and making jokes and entertaining everyone. I am more of the person who is making sure everyone is served and comfortable and all that. But I truly do believe in focusing on the guests. So I will like, I have a personal thing that I will not wash a dish during a party. It can all wait. The guests cannot. So I leave all the mess and all that stuff and try to talk with people. And then, you know, I find that after the party doing all the, the cleaning up and all that helps me to settle down. It's like, I need to, to wind down a little bit. And if I can get Travis to dry the dishes while I'm washing, we'll talk about, funny things people said or you know just fun that we had at the party and it's a way to kind of decompress about it and it's like you get to enjoy the party twice Mm, yeah i really like that a lot that's a great perspective on doing the dishes yeah thank you doing the party for a second time 
All right. Are you going to try to sell that to me next time, honey? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. So you said you like to bring Jesus to the party in a very like practical, hands-on kind of way. I'm uh, This whole conversation is reminding me of the whole Mary Martha kind of a thing. Yes. Um, you know, for our, for our listeners that are, you know, unfamiliar with Jesus's bent on hospitality, give us a little insight as to like how we can like Jesus it up a bit at our party. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So I do talk about inviting Jesus to your party. And part of that is like actually being intentional um, like when your guests walk into your home, letting them know this is a Christian home and this is a place where the Lord is honored. So part of that's just your home decor. If you you know have things on your walls or things hanging up, we have a sign uh, over our front door that says, you know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord from Joshua. And I've had lots of people, even service people, like people coming to fix my heater or whatever, comment on that. And they know that in our house, we love the Lord. So that's big. But in terms of just the actual party, you can put, I will put often a Bible verse on an invitation, like even an Evite, I'll just type a Bible verse in there, or I will uh, print up a Bible verse and frame it in a little frame and put it next to the centerpiece. So you're bringing in like for a party that really is a lot about the food, I'll put in the good old Psalm taste and see that the Lord is good, you know, or if it's, um, a birthday party, you know, I'll put something like a verse that's special to the birthday person. So I have part of, there's an appendix in my ebook that is like, here are a whole bunch of scriptures for a whole different kinds of parties that you can Ooh, just, I like that. That's awesome. yeah, thank you. So I love that. But then also bringing prayer into the party. And if you have a guest of honor praying over the guest, for example, when I did my sister's baby shower, mm-hmm. She, um, her, all of her bridesmaids and stuff were there. And at the end of the party, we just all like real softly placed a hand on her shoulders or her head and prayed over her and her marriage. And it was truly a beautiful, holy moment. Mm. But even if you don't want to get that serious, just saying, you know, before you eat, saying a prayer or, um, when everybody gets there, just in your own heart, just saying a prayer and saying, you know, Lord, thank you so much. Please bless this party. Let us glorify you. And if you are feeling a little bit of that, anxious, you know, um, overwhelmed feeling before a party to stop and pray and say, Lord, you know, I know it doesn't have to be perfect. I know we're just here to glorify you and to honor you and help me be your hands and feet to our guests. Mm -hmm. So many ways to invite Jesus to your party. I like that too, especially because, um, you, this is something that I like have in my mind sometimes, but sometimes when you're like, it's a game night, like, how am I get? What am I gonna pray about at over the wings or like I don't know. Like I it just thank it you, Jesus for wings. It just sometimes it feels yes. It sometimes it feels awkward, especially if there's like a mixed group of people. It's not like all believers or things like that. It's um, I like what you're saying about the like it just in your preparation too, just to yeah. you know kind of be mindful of like you know, who are the people that you are putting into my home today? And like, what do they need from, to hear from me or, you know, something like that. It doesn't have to be like this whole big dealio. Right. And, you know, a lot of people expect, or at least understand a prayer over the food. 
even Mm -hmm. if it's not from a religious background. I actually just had a game night and I thought, okay, how do I want to invite Jesus to this party? I did it the Sunday after Thanksgiving to kind of kick off the Christmas season. So I put a, I served with all glass dishes and I had a little glass nativity set that I just put around the centerpiece. And Mm -hmm. then um, before we started, I said, Hey, I just want to say a prayer over the food and just thank the Lord for the Christmas season. And, you know, asked our conversation to be pleasing to him. Very brief. Amen. I am a short prayer. Travis is a longer prayer. So if you're going to ask him to pray over the food, just, you know, get ready for everyone to feel our stomachs growl for a minute before you get to the party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, that is so funny that you bring that up. Like we have, um, some family that will definitely do that. It's like, Oh, don't bend, like, don't keep your knees straight because you're going to pass out on this one because we've been here forever. And I'm like, what is the point of that? Like, I don't know. I just, I'm like you, Shannon. I'm a short prayer. And the whole, especially when it's like, we're here to play games and eat wings. Like, I, it just feels like, okay, like wrap it up. <laughs> Agreed. We keep talking about wings. I really want wings for dinner. Oh, okay. Well, you get on that. Um, (laughs) So I want to know, like, what words would you have to those folks who are kind of thinking about holding a party, but they never, ever do it because they just feel like it's not going to be good enough. It's going to be too much work. It's intimidating. Yeah. What words would you have for those folks? All right. So... I love that question. A lot of people don't host because of all the work. They think, oh, it's just so much work to have a party. And it can be. You can do a Justin Halloween blowout and make yourself a lot of work and still enjoy the work, you know, or you can decide to host more simply and you don't have to make it crazy on yourself. My biggest suggestion is if you take 10 to 20 minutes to actually sit down and plan your party, like just write it down. These are the people I'm going to invite. This is when I would have it. This is how I might decorate. These are the favors I might give. This is the food I might serve. And actually write it down and then write yourself a little shopping list of things you might need. And then get your calendar out and schedule a couple of things. Like if you want to do a big party, if you're, you know, let's say that your niece is getting married or something and you know that it's on you to throw that bridal shower. Well, this thing how am I going to do my one special thing that is, you know, according to my personality and the gifts God gave me and what am I going to do for this party? And then schedule it out ahead of time. Give yourself plenty of time. This is huge during the holidays. Give yourself plenty of time so that if something happens and you don't get it done, you can just push it off a little bit and no big deal and work ahead when you can the day before the party, schedule that off on your calendar if possible. So you can clean and cook And um, just then relax during the party and think, like, enjoy the work as a labor of love. Think, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give this party because I love people. I love having people over. It really is so filling to have people over to your home. So I would just take that step and think, you know, I'm just going to plan one party. Mm, That's a really good point. Like, I love the be present while people are there piece. Yeah. That's really resonant with me. And I'm wondering if you are an introvert and you are like challenged to like, maybe you are the person that wants to just sit there and wash dishes during the party or whatever. How can you 
even if you are an introvert or you're uncomfortable hosting a party, like you never host a party, but it's your niece's shower, how do you show up and be present when you don't feel comfortable being the host? Yeah, I, this is super nerdy, but I told you guys I'm an introvert. I will literally list four or five questions in my head to be kind of my fallback questions. So that if I, I'm thinking, so I'm in the kitchen, you know, I, I'm thinking I got to step out there and talk to people. I'll try to find a friendly face and then ask them one of my questions. And it can be as easy as like, so what are you guys doing this weekend? Or, you know, it's Christmas time. There's so many good Christmas questions to ask. Like, what's the best gift you ever got as a kid? You know, anything like that. Have a couple questions in your heart. So that way, if you're feeling uncomfortable or you want to get the attention off you, people love to talk about themselves. Just ask one thing and you'll be good. So I love the idea of having some questions at the ready. So the Christmas season, you said, you know, there's some specific Christmas questions. What are some other like Christmas must-haves? Maybe not must-haves, but would be really nice to have specifically at a holiday celebration. Okay, well, at a holiday celebration, I really love a drink that people can get themselves. So maybe like hot chocolate in a crock pot or hot cider on a stove. So they can kind of continually be holding that drink, which I think gives people a lot of security. So I love that. I love candles at a Christmas party, as long as you're being safe with little kids, you know, and I love Christmas music. So I think a little bit of Christmas music playing in the background, I actually have a playlist that's called Company Christmas. That's just all songs that are the classic versions of carols and hymns. And I'll put that on during a party. So I think those are three really great Christmassy things. How about you guys? Do you host at Christmas? Well, Justin like blows it out with the lights. Like we, I actually did just host a couple of days ago um, a Christmas party, um, which Justin awesome did all the work for. All the work for. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'm not up. really. I don't really have any resentment or anything. It was just. It's a way of me. For I know. Me to bless you, I so. don't enjoy putting up Christmas decorations, but I do enjoy taking them in and loving them. Yeah. But he puts like lights on all the banisters above all the cabinets, like candles around and around the TV. If and you like, could see our office right now, this would be very, you know, disparate from the experience <laughs> Danielle's describing because we're, we're reorganizing the office. Oh, stop. Why are you making excuses for I'm not, our office? I'm not reorganizing. I'm not making You're making excuses. Shannon feel like she's not welcome in this conversation. No. Ah, nailed it. Um, but no, just no, I'm, uh, no, what I'm doing is I'm looking in the camera and I'm seeing the room behind us and I'm like, yeah, I gotta, gotta get some, you better get, gotta some, get some Christmas up in here. Yeah. You gotta get some Christmas lights going on. Justin's the Christmas light. I, in the sense, you love the sense, like the pine tree sense, scent. Everything to do with the environment. Or yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I like to, I will, um, this was so funny. I had a friend coming to the party and, you know, I checked the Evite and the people that were like, have not yet replied or whatever. I'm on texting them. So are you going to be at the party? So you're going to be at the party. Can't wait to see you tonight. You know, like I'm texting all the people that have not yet replied. And, um, (laughs) she texts me back. I love her so much. And she goes, Danielle, I love you because you make me do stuff. <laughs> nice. And that's my thing is I want to make sure as many people are there as possible. 
I'm the queen of inviting random people from all different situations of life. And then they come together and it doesn't really make sense, but it totally does because, you know, Jesus. So it does make sense. But I'm about getting as many bodies in as you can. I love that. (laughs) Another reason that people don't host sometimes is because people are not very good at RSVPing anymore. And it is hard to plan a party when you have no idea if you're going to have five people or 35, you know, and, um, what I say about that is just go ahead and extend the invite and then let God make the appointment. You know, if you invite people and they don't come, you cannot take that as a personal reflection on you or as a rejection to say, well, I tried that and it just didn't work out that time and just give that to the Lord. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, uh, do a wide swath, like invite as many people as you can possibly think of. And then whoever shows up, it's going to be great. And then occasionally people that we don't invite show up. Oh yeah. Well, well, because we have such an open door policy, like on our get togethers, it's so funny when people show up and somebody down the street will be like, Hey, what's going on down at Daniel and Justin's? And we're like, well, come we didn't down. invite them, but come on over. Yeah, sure. And then I feel bad because I'm like, oh, I didn't even invite them. Man, I didn't think of it. Um, <laughs> all right, Shannon. So in wrapping up, I definitely know that our listeners are going to want to know about you and your yes. books. And you have a special like Christmas hospitality book. So tell us about your book and what you're doing and how we can find you. Okay, so my website is organizingjesusmoms.com, which is a mouthful. But if you just Google Shannon Upton and organizing, it'll pop right up. And I have two books on Amazon. One's called Organizing You and one's called Building Your House. And they're both about finding the things that bother you and make you feel anxious and overwhelmed and using organization just enough so that you feel better. So they're not a classic like organizing for dummy book. They are scriptural and based on relaxing your spirit and enjoying your life. But it has lots of tips of things that might work for people. The first one, Organizing You, is more about time management and project management and chore management. So the things that really bother your own heart And then building your house, the second one is more about the things in your actual home, like your stuff, organizing with a spouse who may have a different level of organizing than you do. Ask me how I know about this, right? And uh, also organizing with kids and setting great routines. So those are the two print books. Then I have a series of eBooks that have come out that are based on my talks because really my favorite thing is to be a public speaker. I love to go and talk. I just did a Christmas talk this weekend. That was so much fun. So the talks that I have that are in these eBooks right now, one is hospitality, one is organizing your wardrobe. And the third one, which is organizing for Christmas will be out before next Christmas. But the hospitality one absolutely would apply to Christmas because many, many people host at this time of the year. Mm, I love it. Yeah, that's it's up in my list right now. I'm gonna all right, Justin's grab Justin's grabbing it. Um, we are gonna put all those links yes. in the show notes. So in case you missed all those um wonderful books from Shannon, we will definitely include them there. Shannon, thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Yes. Oh, thank you. I had so much fun and it, it really was great to talk with you guys again. We're reconnected. Re, what, how's it go? Reunited and it feels so good. We might have to edit that out. All right. Thanks, Shannon. You were off key. <laughs>
Yeah. So just like Shannon said, everybody needs community. Everybody needs yeah. friends around them. Um, social media it's is not so enough. It's so tough for us right now because like we're working days, we're working nights, we're working weekends. Like we're doing so much stuff um, with work that our schedule's really tough to like try to get something put together. You know what? We are, like I said in the beginning of the show, we are naturally the ones that want to host the parties and such. But every once in a while, we need those other friends of ours, which they do because they're amazing friends, to call us out and say, hey, come on over. Let's go do something. Um, because sometimes you need this those people to do that. This happened this week, too. This happened this week. I know. So be that person. Just get over yourself, invite people to your house, and have a little get-together, a party, a soiree, whatever you want to call it. All right. Soiree. I know. So now... Is that French? I think it is. <laughs> All right. And now, the Talk About It segment of the show. Each week, we challenge you to set a time with your spouse to have a conversation that matters. All right. So here's a great question. What excuse or reason Ooh. could you come up with to throw a party? Oh, I like what you did there. Yeah. That is good. An I mean, it doesn't have reason? to be Christmas. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, Thanksgiving. I have an idea. What's your idea? Let's throw a party to celebrate the launch of our big new coaching group program. Next <gasps> oh, year. we could. Um, <laughs> let's do it. But I just... Wait. Through two parties. But. Oh my gosh, I just let that slip. <gasps> oh no. We should... Everyone just forget I said that. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. Next week on the show, we are having a couple we have been wanting to have oh on gosh. the show the, since two years ago when we started this the, podcast. These two are uh, amazing. Some of the biggest influencers in our lives. Um, we talk uh, about, just, about them on the show all the time. Yeah. And you know who they are? Uh, yeah, I know who they are. Carla and Devin McConnell, what? my parents, they're going to be on the show. This is going to explain so much about <laughs> us. And me in particular, but yeah. um, they just have a wealth, a treasure of knowledge to share with over 40 years of marriage. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they dish a little bit on us, on me in particular, <laughs> but um, they even shared some stories that I was shocked to hear, yeah. some, some from back in the day, and they're very entertaining. So we will have a blast with Carla and Devin You're next gonna week. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. That's it for today's show. As always, we are talking about all the hot topics from the podcast and so much more over in our free community on Facebook. So come join the conversation at legendarymarriage.com slash community. You can find this episode and the show notes at legendarymarriage.com slash 106. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show so we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you... Don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.